This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I have hijacked hosting this morning. This is Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by Special Mikey. What's up? And our very special guest, Dylan, Master of Robot Shanahan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, we have a very special episode this morning, but we got Dylan to come out. So, Dylan, could you give us a quick intro about yourself? Yeah, so uh, I'm an electrical and computer engineer by education, uh, but as you guys know, and since you guys do call me Master of Robots, I pretty much uh, get to play around with robots for my job, um, and I have done that for about the past two and a half years. So it's kind of fun. it's kind of fun. What's the niftiest thing you've done with robots lately? Oh, oh boy, that you can um, talk about. So yeah, a lot of your stuff is super hush hush. Yeah, it's kind of the problem is a lot of stuff has NDAs, um, but most of what we do that's like out there and stuff is like um, kind of what I did, what I talked about the last time I was on the podcast, which was uh, pouring beer. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's always a good, good, uh, good show, show getter type of thing. <laughs> well, um, we are on this morning and we're going to talk about fan debates. We're going to talk about things that nerds argue about. But first, but first we got to do play everybody's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? This is where your hosts sit down and talk about the nerdiest things we did this week. And then we vote using the Mike Myler's widget system to see who wins and gets all the widgets. That was the best one yet, Michael. You're getting good at those as I am. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I, I want to be able to do it. <laughs> that is really good. Yeah, no tongue ties this time. Neither of us can beat Erica, though. <laughs> she's like perfect every freaking time. Why isn't she's... Erica here this morning? Missed. Apparently, she has some family enragement. Yeah, her family enragement. The best typo ever. It was the best. That, that's a Freudian slip. Yeah, it was great. Because you know she was trying to say, oh, we just have some, we have a family arrangement that we have to go handle, but then straight up just turned into enragement. Family enragement is freaking great. Um, so, um, Dylan, since you're our guest, you get to go first. What was nerdy with you this week? Well, okay, so <laughs> uh, I have a couple honorable mentions, and uh, let me explain why after. Um, but so my first one is uh, kind of in line with what I talked about just a second ago. Um, I got approval, and I've been acquiring all the equipment to build a beer pong robot. Um, a beer pong robot? Yeah, so on Jimmy Fallon back in 2015, uh, they had our robot on his show to play beer pong with him. 
And um, the company that did that is is uh, no longer around, but uh, some breweries in my area, um, and by my area, I just mean the Western United States, that's the area I cover for her work, um, want to see that. So uh, I've been getting all the equipment in to actually um, build that application so our robot would be able to play beer pong with people. Um, now, when you say build, do you do do you mean like coding? Yeah, yeah. So we have the robot. I would get all the equipment, attach all the equipment, and then I program it to play the beer pong. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so uh, so this week I, I've been getting in some of the equipment for that, and uh, I also used a uh, projectile motion formula. So I've been using that to help calculate uh, the different um, values that I would need to angle it to hit the, the cups depending on where they're at. That's cool. I just heard a truck mm. backing up in the background, followed by plates dropping. And I want to believe no. that those two things were connected. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's in my kitchen, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that was that was the microwave. And then um, then that was one of the cat's food bowls. I'm going to have my level of background noise this morning. Heather's playing Diablo and she um, her desk is right behind mine. So. We we basically decided that she's not going to suspend her life during the podcast, so there'll yeah, probably be some clicking in the background for me too. Honestly, that's probably what's happening in my opinion, with me. you know, Life Sounds makes this podcast more honest to what it is, which is just friends trying to stay connected and talk about nerdy things during their lives. So yeah. honestly, some background noise is not such a terrible thing. No, and when I listen to your guys' uh, your podcast and stuff, and I hear it, it's not a problem. So no issues there. Yeah, it's not as bad as it used to be. We don't have screaming children. We've we've all managed to figure out how to kind of set ourselves up so it's not as crazy as it's mitigated it has been yeah. in the past. Yeah, Michael, just, what was nerdy with you this week? What was nerdy with me? Well, you know what? The, this sorry, is the, that, oh oh I was sorry. Going to say I wasn't done yet, but that oh, was just go, ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, the other one was the other honorable mention was just the um, I'm I'm making a homebrew. Of, uh, it's called Amaro. It's an um, Italian uh, bittersweet uh, alcohol. Um, so I have that working actually right now in the oven. Um, I'm, I'm drying cherries for the, the alcohol to steep. Um, and part of the reason I said those are honorable mentions is because I, I didn't want people to think that I'm just an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, I don't want people to think I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Um, the, the one that I really like though is, um, so my daughter, um, is getting to be almost eight months old at the end of this month. Um, and so we, you know, she's starting to actually recognize things around her and stuff. She's starting to almost crawl, things like that. Um, her entire life to this point, basically, she's been watching videos with us. So mostly like Doc McStuff and, and stuff like that, but she also watches, um, nerdy shows um so like my mother-in-law and i would watch star trek with her um you're, and a, I watch... good <laughs> you're a good dad you're a good dad yeah and uh and i watch um anime and things like that so um i've shown her like howl's you're... moving castle okay before you said howl's i'm like you're a questionable dad <laughs> no no nothing nothing too out there howl's uh, um, moving castle would be is a, it would be a good one a little scary at times but a good one Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, for the most part, though, and now it's like it's just another show that she likes watching. That's you know, what I mean? we that we watch other happy. shows, and she kind of is okay with watching it, but because she like she sees the moving pictures and stuff. But um, when I've shown her, like when we have some like cartoon style shows on and stuff, 
um, it really kind of draws her attention. And so I just noticed that she's been watching that more. And so it just kind of makes me excited for both now and, and for the future to see um, kind of what she's going to grow into. How old and, is she? Uh, uh, almost eight months. Yeah. That, that yeah. was about to say, I was like, this is, this is like early pre-doctrination. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're definitely going to turn her into a nerd. So. You know, I have never seen a Studio Ghibli movie. Really? Yeah. You definitely. What? You've heard this before, and you're always equally shocked. Like it, because it, it's I probably block it out of memory. <laughs> I just, dude. Yeah, you you definitely should. Um, Howl's Moving Castle is good. Princess Mononoke is good. That's like my uh, personal, Believe it or not, my personal favorite is actually Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, I love Kiki's Delivery Service. That is actually my favorite Studio Ghibli. <sighs> I like My Neighbor Totoro. I think that was the first one I ever watched. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody could hate that movie. Brian, and have you seen the pictures that Brian posted of his uh his poster, My Neighbor Treo? Yes. God, I love that one. Yeah, that's the that one's the best. I was like, I want. Yeah, that's the poster favorite. with um with Eddie Trejo instead of Totoro. Yeah, 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 and, and you Danny know Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah, um, <laughs> Danny Trejo. Uh, I um. I've never seen any Studio Ghibli, but I'm familiar enough with the concept that I thought that my neighbor Trejo was funny as hell. No, that that is that is really funny. But I highly you recommend weren't wrong. watching those. Yeah, they're they're just good. They're good shows, and most of them are are super family films, so it's it's great. So, but yeah, so that's that's been that's my nerdy thing. Um, it's just you know kind of raising my daughter and seeing her turn start turning into a nerd. I mean, her favorite toy is a robot, so that's that's not saying anything. Well, that must make you uh, proud as hell. Oh, yeah. she. Uh, I have a robot in my apartment, and so she's been around it basically her entire life at this point. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. great. So, Michael, yep. what's nerdy with you this week? What's nerdy with me? I found this awesome hat. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you pre-jumped it. it. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I was going to jump in there that time. <laughs> I got this great hat. No, uh, no, for me, honestly, I've been, I've just been sitting here because Alana, my daughter Alana, she's been sitting here. She's, she usually will get up and she'll watch like maybe an hour or two of TV in the morning. And usually when I'm getting up, she's usually doing her last show to two shows. And before we like, okay, let's, let's eat and have, you know, start our day off and be good and all this. And I've, so we've been trying to find things for her to watch, kind of like what you're doing, watching videos with her and stuff. So she, cause she's, She's three. She'll be four in October, and she's been watching stuff like Doc McStuffins. She loves Paw Patrol, all that. But I've been trying to get her to watch other things. And recently, her and I together have been going through and watching the entire How to Train Your Dragon TV series that they have on Netflix. And she is in love with it, and it makes me so happy because she's like almost nerding out about the dragons. You guys are making me out to be to be a single asshole with you guys with your. <laughs> cute geeky things with your children hey, you'll get there man <laughs> okay you'll get, you'll, you'll get there brian you'll get there yeah and i mean and and this is just what you have to look forward to is uh is getting to nerd out with with kids and stuff like that you know what i mean oh i definitely do after hearing all of your guys stuff that you do do i mean with you and everybody has kids on the uh, podcast other than me yeah and i was gonna say do do is right we need to get <laughs> david back <laughs> yeah so you're not like, outnumbered by the parents. Like Dylan said, you weren't wrong about the doo-doo. <laughs> you weren't wrong about it. So, Brian, my what's favorite, with you? 
one of my favorite episodes of How I Met Your Mother is when um, they do the confetti gag with the baby. Oh, I when think they, I remember. Yeah, when they when they keep the the baby can't poop, and early in the episode they say, "Don't call it poop, call it confetti." And oh yeah 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 yeah, I remember now. I remember. And then and when the baby finally poops, it shows confetti just like spraying on all Marsh. over them. Yeah. And and at first you're like, oh, and everybody's like, yeah, it wasn't confetti. <laughs> I remember that, and I remember that was good. God, that was oh. good. Because well, everybody at home's like, oh, confetti, yay! And then like in their world, Marsha's like, oh, <laughs> turns into Bob Saget for a second. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> So I have, um, for me, um, I you can judge this how nerdy you want, but it was the biggest thing I did this week. So um, I rode my bike into the city. I went on a 23-mile bike ride. That was the longest one I've been on in a long time. Wow. Um, I That's rode, impressive. I rode down to downtown Portland, and then I rode on the riverfront, and I rode on the, um, on the Esplanade, which is the trail that goes along the river. And um, as far as nerding out, the infrastructure they have built here for bikes is just amazing. There are, if you, if you, you don't have to work really hard to find them, but there are these bike boulevards and trails that travel all over the place. And you can pretty much get anywhere and stay off roads majority of the time. Um, I rode down what's called the trolley trail and then rode on bike boulevards, which are basically just streets that are zoned for bikes. Um, with lots of signs and warnings and stuff. And then I went down to, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's called the something corridor. It's a trail that goes along the Willamette river and rode down that, which takes me to this place called the Tillicum crossing, which is a bridge that's only for trolleys and, um, bikes and pedestrians. That's honestly really cool. That is really awesome, dude. I want to come visit you. Well, see, I've I've recently was like when Brian moved, I was like, man, maybe I'll go have to go up there and see him and everything. And then I saw like videos about like all the the neat things that are there there are in Portland. I was like, man, I really want to go up there. Like, uh, but do I have a reason? And I was like, I do have a reason. One of my friends is up there, so I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go visit Brian now. And then you're also gonna be invited to the wedding, which is gonna be. A reason to to come up here too, which would make it pretty easy to come up here. You know, that's usually good motivation. Oh, usually, yeah. When your one of your best friends gets married, so you know, as your your wedding most likely is going to be the first time I ever get on a plane. Wow. Hey, so my Katie, nerdy thing that week will be me hyperventilating on a plane. Katie was really happy that you're not a groomsman. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah, she was like, it was so expensive the last two times. Uh, weddings the, are expensive. The last, well, the last time, the they were like, "Oh, you're gonna rent a suit from this place," and like, just the rental was like four hundred dollars. Yeah, I ran into that Ooh. with Daniel's wedding. It was, it was like, it was like a four hundred dollar rental, and it was like, and the suit was awful too. I, oh. I, I, I am boycotting Men's Warehouse forever. Oh, I was at Joseph A. Bank, and I am, I will never go back there for anything because not only did they botched my pant size, and I was like, it was those little side latch pants, and so I couldn't wear a belt. They didn't want to stay up, and I wasn't given a real vest. I was given one of those like little dicky bib things. Everybody else got a vest, but I got a dicky bib thing, and I was just like, fuck this. I was so pissed at the end of that night. I took everything, like I took the jacket and the vest 
bib thing off and my tie off at the, like immediately at the reception. And they were like, we need you to look nice for photos. I was like, fuck that. You're going to take photos of me like this. Yeah, my brother had to do that, too. Uh, my wedding. One other thing is what pisses me off is they had a vest that fit me and it was perfect and they had it in the in the wedding colors and then one of the guys like oh it says here that it should be like a uh, one of the bib things and I was like are you sure because I knew my buddy it wouldn't be like that and I was like just let me wear the vest and they're like it's not on the order so I had to do it and then I get to the wedding everybody else had a vest on oh my god vest. and I was like I want to kill these two fuckers at Joseph A Bank I want to kill these fuckers. <sighs> Note, I do not actually want to kill these fuckers. He says questionably. So yeah, when, when I beat when I beat twenty three miles, I'll probably share that. I mean, I, I expect to ride fifty one day because it is just crazy out here how cool it is to ride in um I mean every time I go to the city it's easier. Like the first time it seemed like it took forever to get out there because it's ten miles to the city. But every single time I ride out there, it's like, holy crap, this is just getting easier and easier every single time. And hearing you talk about, uh, you know, you know, do biking into the city, I think just reminds me of that scene from Family Guy. It's like, oh, yeah, it's it's great. It's awesome. Nice way to meet people and a uh, great way to stay in shape. <laughs> that's that's going to be Brian. <laughs> I think of the Family Guy where he's like, oh, I'm one of these guys now when he's all in the in the bike oh, outfit. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! You know, Portland though is is at least it's a pretty place to like to ride around in. Yeah, I travel to Portland for work and stuff like that, and it's just gorgeous out you there. You traveled to Denmark for work? Oh yeah, I go back in August. Uh. So, Anthony <laughs> Anthony added a nerdy thing this week since he couldn't be here. He still wanted to share his nerdy thing because he's really proud of it. So I'm going to share this. You know how keynote? You know how hard it is to get. Just messages out through that freaking extra dimensional portal. It is amazingly hard. And I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we don't have full communication from him when he's traveling around. We usually don't hear from him until he gets back and he can he can broadcast from the from the other dimension. But this is what he what he messaged me. Um, he made a hot sauce. So I'm thinking he's in like hell or like Guy Fieri's kitchen, which would be the same thing. <laughs> have you seen the video asking why everybody hates Guy Fieri? Yeah, I have. And God, I, I fucking love that video. It's it's because he's a cartoon character, and it's easy to make fun of cartoon characters. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is, is it Guy Fieri's like kitchen, or is it just Guy Fieri's dungeon? <laughs> I, I feel like those are two separate things. So in that dimension, he is also a a, a weekend uh, 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 domineer. You know, he's so he's so like his kitchen is somewhat of a dungeon. Like you're yeah. when you're standing for like the, the counter where you do like the mixing and stuff. There's actually a cage underneath and there's a guy in a latex suit. Yeah, you would know all about guys in latex suits and weekend domineers, huh, Michael? We're not going to talk about this <laughs> uh, right now. No, we're talking about Guy Fieri. He probably has everybody call him the Troll King. <laughs> um before he whips him, you're going to Flavor Town. <laughs> All right. So let me let me let me honor Anthony by reading this so we can get to voting. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So Anthony made hot sauce. He grilled ten jalapenos, ten habaneros, ten serranos, then blended all that with two cups apple cider vinegar, ten cloves garlic, a tablespoon of salt, pepper, and a tablespoon of paprika, a tablespoon of mustard, and a teaspoon of turmeric. He said it wasn't as hot as he expected it to be. Um it wasn't really hotter than Tapatio. Um, next time he makes one, he wants to make one a little hotter. Um, he wants 
he wants to make a salt that didn't use too much sauce. Salt make a sauce that doesn't use too much salt. Gosh, read that right, Brian. Um, because um, and the reason why he made a sauce was because so many sauces he uses use a lot of salt, and he wanted to make one with less. Um, and he wants to perfect a hot sauce that's salt free and call it El Gringo Loco. I'm in. I'd buy it. I'd buy it. And then when I'm drinking, um, when I'm putting it on, some people are like, hey, where'd you get that hot sauce? I'd be like, oh yeah, my friend makes it. He's he's a multimillionaire now. I think El Gringo Loco is already a hot sauce. It sounds yeah, I think it is. No, I'm thinking I, about it. I wouldn't it. be surprised if it was. What's um Dexter Holland's hot sauce called? Yeah, El Gringo Loco makes hot sauce already. Oh no, Gringo Bandito. That's Dexter Hasa- Dexter Holland's hot sauce. Dexter hot sauce. Dexter Holland. Dexter hot sauce. Dexter Holland, the lead singer of Offspring. Yeah. Yeah, he makes Gringo Bandito. Oh, well then he's then he's fine. He can make Gringo Loco. Yeah. Plus, you know, knowing Anthony, you know, he went online to make sure it existed. It didn't exist. Yeah, because he made sure. Because he made sure when you guys came up with Nerd Pundit. You know what? That's why I, actually, I, no, I think he did. Actually, <laughs> there is an El Gringo Loco. Uh, it's Mexican fusion. It's a store online. But it's just a store. Yeah, but you, you but they you sell, sell salsa and all yeah. that. Fun stuff, and it's called El Gringo Loco. Yeah. Well, well, Anthony, you're out. Your research failed. Yeah, he should just call it Lamalac, or however you pronounce his his cannibal backwards grid name. I don't think anyone Labnac. Ever that. Yeah. Yeah, Labnac sauce. Yeah. There's gonna be that one person that reads that and uh, reads it backwards and goes, "Uh, guys, I don't think we should eat this stuff anymore." Labnac is made of people. <laughs> Labnac is people. <laughs> Uh, All right, so well, we so got it's, one, it's two, the only thing that tastes good on Soylent Green. We got one, two, three, four, five. Soylent Green. So we have one, two, three, four, five people. We got Dylan, Dylan's daughter, Michael, Brian, and Anthony. So we get six widgets each. Wait, what? <laughs> How did my daughter come into play in this? Because you, one of your nerdy things was mostly something she was doing. Okay. So six <laughs> widgets on? So six widgets. Um... Dylan, where do you put your widgets? You're a bad dad if you don't give them all to your daughter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, there you go. That's that's it. You just you just lost your widgets, Brian. Give them all to my daughter, then. <laughs> um, Michael, six widgets. Hmm. Dylan's daughter's in the lead. Don't let her win. We need to crush her. Well, so wait. It's Dylan's daughter and Dylan? Yeah. Dylan gets yeah. two. Anthony gets three. We got get, Dylan for Beer one. Pong Robot and Amaro Home Brewing. Dylan's daughter for um, being introduced to nerdy stuff at a young age. You for How to Train Your Dragon with Alana. Um, me for Bike Ride and Anthony for Hot Sauce. Which I got to admit, the, the How to Train Your Dragon stuff, I love that. But, you know, my daughter. Sorry, Dylan, sorry Mike. Dylan gets two. Brian get, uh, Dylan gets two. His daughter gets three. Anthony, um, no. Dylan gets two, Anthony gets three, Brian gets one. Although your daughter one was really awesome. It's okay. Michael just hates your daughter, Dylan. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I don't hate his daughter. <laughs> don't make him think that. Um, and then um, I am going to give... Um, I'm going to give all six to Dylan for the beer pong robot because that's just amazing. That's that. That's oh, I, I judge by what the nerdiest thing was. And I think that was the nerdiest. Um, <laughs> and, 
Um, and Anthony is, um, hey, Michael, you're his best friend. You decide where his go. Anthony? Yeah. He's going to send, he is going to send three to Dylan's daughter, and he's going to give two to Dylan because he also likes beer, or used to. He hasn't really drink since he be, uh, anymore since he became vegan. I think it's because of the sugars uh, thing, though, really. And then he's going to give me one. So you can actually have one. Yeah. Um, and I that did doesn't this make notepad, me a terrible person so because hard to I didn't count. give it to um, Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Dylan, you win. Um, you got ten. Your daughter had nine, so you guys are in good shape. Anthony had three, and and Michael and I have both had one. You know, I, I gotta be honest. Uh, this is the weirdest game of what's nerdy with you. I think you guys have done to date. I'm going yeah. To well, being that you know your daughter, your daughter can't vote because she's only eight months old. So we were a little off balance with the widgets. Yeah, that's fair. He could vote for her. Yeah, uh, we're at twenty. We're at twenty six minutes already. So <laughs> no, I'm okay with Dylan winning. I just uh, thought. I just thought it was funny to include people who can't be here on the voting. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that, that was fun. That was a thing. Yeah. I've still got to fi- finish your guys' uh, thing to make your, your life a little easier, Brian. Um, yeah, um, we haven't done random topic in a while. Well, I'm talking about the one for the widget counter. Except oh, the every, widget ta- counter. every time I get oh. close to doing it, you guys change something, like the negative widget, which makes... <laughs> Which makes me have to restart everything because... Yeah, and the negative widget is this random thing that only happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. so I'm still trying to figure out how to include that one. Make it an optional button. Yeah, my first one had too many buttons, so I had to go back and change things. So, well, uh, yeah. Your tools will really come in handy whenever... <laughs> like, if, if we ever start doing um, video streaming, mm-hmm. they're going to be fabulous. Yeah, to show people. Yeah, so people can actually see the whole process and see the voting, and it'd be cool to be able to do that. Yeah, that would be. I'll, I'll try it. Like I said, I'll try and get it done before you guys get to that point. Um, so we are talking about nerd debates this morning, and we have a boatload. We're probably not going to get into all of them. So um, as nerds, we like to have debates and argue about nerdy topics. There are several iconic debates that have been going on for years, and here's our chance to comment on them. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was why do we debate? Why, as nerds, why do we argue about things? And I have a strong opinion about this, but I'm going to hit the rest of the crew first. Um, Dylan, um, how do you chime in on that? I think it's, I mean, it's not just as nerds. I think everybody just likes to argue their point. Um, The difference, I would say, is as nerds, when it comes to nerdy topics that we love, um, we have very strong feelings for that. Um, and so anytime somebody says something about something that we, you know, something upsetting about something we like, um, it just brings out strong emotions. Yeah. I think uh, that's like one of the things that defines us as nerds is strong emotions about a thing. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's just kind of one of those things is, um, it kind of ends up almost becoming a screaming match sometimes just because, you know, you get people, people with differing, um, opinions, and they both feel very, very strongly about their own opinion. Yeah. So. Michael, do you have anything to add? Sometimes people are wrong about the shit that you do and like, and you have to set them right. Yes. Very, very good synopsis of what we just talked about. 
And we're <laughs> going to find out how wrong you can be this morning, Michael. Oh, incredibly so. So we have a lot of debates to cover. So we're going to we're going to truncate the arguments a little bit. And we're going to try to do these quickly, but still concisely and actually be able to do some coverage on each one because we have, I think, 10 listed. So this is going to be a lightning round of a lot of these debates. So we're not I mean, each of these could be a podcast topic. So really, this is just digging into the surface level of each one, arguing out a little bit. And I'm sure that a few of these we're going to feel so strongly about that they're going to dominate the podcast. But let's see how many we can get through. So the this the first one I have, I think, can be described as the ultimate nerd debate. And this is one that goes pretty strong. There's been there's a movie made about it. Um and it's um, Star Wars versus Star Trek. And the, the movie is called Fanboys, if you haven't seen it. I love that movie. That movie is so much fun. I think I have a new movie to, to watch now. I oh, have not yeah, heard of that. You need to watch it because Seth Rogen plays, bo- plays uh, on both sides of the fandom, and it's great. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like Carrie Fisher's in it. William Shatner's in it. Billy D. Williams is in it. How have I not heard of this movie? Because it Same was... It was a marketing fiasco, and it almost didn't come out. And then when it finally came out, it went straight to DVD. Which is sad, because it's actually a really good movie. Yeah, it was. It, I think there was studio conflict. There was all sorts of stuff. There was there was rewriting. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a crazy thing, and it was supposed to come out in theaters. Yeah, it was, and it would have done good in the. It would have done. It wouldn't done like amazing, but it would have done well. So Star Wars versus Star Trek. First, let's just get real quick. Um, what are our, what are our feelings on like one side or the other? We'll just go real fast around the table. Dylan, uh, Star Wars, definitely Star Wars. Mike, right. Mm, um, see, I'm going to be that guy that you're going to hate. Cause I'm actually middle of the field. I love them both. No, see, I, I love them both too, but I, I just, I have to go with Star Wars. Uh, you know, for the sake of this, I think I'm, I think I lean a little bit more Star Trek. And I used to lean heavily Star Wars, and since watching a lot more Star Trek, both original series and all the different spinoffs of Next Generation, I, I tend to lean more Star Trek now. Well, I think Matt Myra's uh, Star Trek The Next Conversation podcast has made me lean a little bit more Star Trek because they, the, the, his, that whole podcast is predicated on rewatching all of Next Generation episode by episode. Now, I'm one of those people who strongly feels that you you don't have to be on one side or the other. I, I don't I I mean, this would be a good one to have Daniel Cross on because Daniel Cross will be like Star Wars, Star Trek sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, he's hardcore Star Wars. Yeah. And when when fanboys came out, he was he was just loving the Star Wars side. And the, oh, the movie it. tends to favor the Star Wars. side. Yeah, well, because it's about Star Wars fans and they're trying to get to Skywalker Ranch in order to see an unreleased uh, an unreleased episode one like this the movie takes place like six months before episode one is released and their friend is they, they just, they're just trying to see it yeah they have a friend who's dying and they I want was to try to save to that before detail. he dies yeah i was trying to save that detail and their friend has terminal cancer and they they're like the doctors are telling him that he won't make it the six months and so they're trying to get him to skywalker ranch so he can see a cut of the movie before he dies that's kind of a cool like first of all awesome friends that are willing to break matt and to break laws so you can like see see the lot like a, something you're passionate about before you go 
I can I can totally see that too because if I was in a situation like that, I might start looking past the law and making sacrifices to make that happen too. Oh, of course, I, I could see that. Totally, I could see that. Well, what are they going to do? Throw you in jail for the rest of your life? Yeah. Um, to get you a little bit excited ah. about the movie, um, Ray Park, who played um, Darth Maul. Am, am I getting the name right, Ray Park? I think that's his. I, th- I think you're right. Yeah, Ray Park um, plays one of the security guards at Skywalker Ranch, and he's yeah. got he's got um, dual um, ass batons. That's awesome. Yeah, Danny McBride so cool. plays the the captain of the Skywalker Ranch security. Oh my god. Oh, it's, it's it's great. They have there's a lot of uh, really good names. Um, Kristen Bell's in it. Uh, what's the one guy who plays? Um, he he was the guy. He was the lead in Balls of Fury. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name now. He he was the guy that he was the guy that uh, he's played. He's the guy from uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. That's the other movie he's in that I can think of. He plays uh, and he plays the friend. Oh God, what's his real name? I can't never remember his name, but he's in it. There's like a there's there's a bunch of like. Like mid to high level names. Seth Rogen's in it like three times. Uh, Dan Fogler. Thank you, Dan Fogler. And he's yeah, in it's it. uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, oh no, I'm I'm looking at Balls of Fury. <laughs> no, um, no, that's Balls of Fury. I was like, where was Christopher Walken? <laughs> oh. Um, it was a 2009 movie. I don't think I saw it until after 2009. I saw it in like 2013. Yeah. Um. So we got Sam Huntington, Chris Marquette, Dan Fogler. Uh, Jay Barakal, uh, Kristen Bell, um, Billy D. Williams, Seth Rogen, Danny Trejo. Oh, this is that's weird that such a big movie with such big names just kind of went under the radar. Um, as Michael said, Billy D. Williams, William Shatner, Carrie Fisher, Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, um, Ray Park, uh, Will Forte. I Greg forgot. Robinson. I forgot Jay and and uh, Kevin Smith were in that. Yeah, but I like I remember their part now. But I totally spaced on them. They were just recently, and they were in one of the later episodes of The Flash this season, where they played security guards. Oh yeah, because Kevin Smith direct, has directed like five episodes of The Flash. He's directed like five episodes, and, and I've like seen two his episodes, episodes of Supergirl. Yeah, and I've seen all the episodes he's directed for both, and he he's made really good episodes, and. It was funny because he's got because uh, man, oh come on, we can't, I can't get fired from this job. <laughs> so Star Wars and Star Trek are very different, and I think that's why we debate over them. Star Wars is soft science fiction, mostly it's sort of fantasy, and Almost, Star yeah. Trek, Star Trek is hard science fiction. Yeah, that borders on fantasy sometimes when they get into the psychic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I agree with some guys though that uh, Deanna Troy never had powers. The the whole crew knew she didn't have powers. They just humored her. I've never heard that before. It's it, uh, it's one. It's actually a, a fairly popular opinion that has actually I didn't know about and uh, until I listened to that other podcast and then they they brought it up and I looked it up. There's there's a debate whether or not she actually had powers. There's so. Uh, now, now we're going to get into a debate over that because there's so many episodes where it's very implicit. Yeah, when it's when it's convenient, and but at the time there are other times where she's like, I I can't I, I can't read anything, I can't feel anything off of it, and they're just like, Oh no, that's terrible. Or she's <laughs> it like, has to mean something. <laughs> All right. Or she's yeah. like, I for, or like if you kind of look how they look at her, and she's like, oh, He's feeling anxious and and upset, and it's like, Yeah, you can see his face on the view screen, and then like they all look kind of look at her like. Yeah, yes, yes, Deanna. 
Yes, that's that's totally what's happening. We we don't see his his eyebrows or his angry voice. <laughs> He's obviously <laughs> upset. <laughs> Good um, job. <laughs> all right, so I got you know the real so I got a Twilight one, and the real fan debate is um, Team Edward and Team Jacob. But fuck that fan debate because <laughs> fuck Twilight. So my <laughs> my my fan debate I came up with this isn't one I found online but this is one I came up with that Twilight vampires aren't really vampires. Fuck no, they're not. No, they're fairies. No, I yeah, I'm with you guys. Like I, I think I don't think this is really going to be much of a debate. This is just going to be all of us agreeing that they suck. Yeah. Right, does one of us have to be the bad guy? Yeah, I agree that vampires suck. <laughs> oh oh got Heather to laugh on that one. <laughs> you know what I like is there's a video out there where somebody goes to see a guy takes his friend to go see the movie and like and it's a scene where his skin starts to sparkle and his friend's like, Oh, what the hell what the hell what? What next? Rain makes his eyelashes really lush? I swear to God, this better not turn into a musical. Hannah Montana pops up, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. We got the next one. Should Hermione have ended up with Harry? Ooh. Mm. I know there's a lot of people that are mad that she didn't. I think it was good. And I mean, I hate the fact that J.K. Rawlings came out later and was like, Harry should have ended up with Hermione. Yeah. Because it's it's such a trope for the hero hero to get the girl. Yeah. See, at first I, I was on the I was on like, no, they sh- they should have ended up together, you know, with with their personalities and everything and how much they've supported each other. They should have been well, they should have ended up together. But as time went on, like you, I, I you know, identifying the trope of, you know, the hero gets a girl. I, I think it would have been a very big disservice because it, their friendship lasted afterwards. Um Plus, it also shows, you know, a, a little bit of real world to it where he didn't get the girl and he she ended up with his best friend. But if you listen to it and everything, um, I think it was J.K. Rowling said that their marriage wasn't perfect. Like they had issues. Of course, Rupert Grant. Ron Hermione. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What's, What's funny is Rupert Rupert Grant's like I see it like as like there was there's a time where like Rupert Grant. Grant. Rupert Grant. Okay, I was that you get Rupert Glint, didn't his name? I thought it was Grint. Grint. Rupert Grint. G R I N T. Thank yeah. you. Grint. Yeah, I said Grint. Anyway, okay. he. Uh, he even said in interview, like he's like, yeah, I see it. Like they like separated for the for like six months at one point. And he got like overweight, was living in a small apartment while she was like doing Pilates and living her and living her good life. And then he pulled himself out of the trash and was like, I need to be with you. And he's like, so yeah, he's like, they, they've separated a lot. Like <laughs> they they have a rough marriage. You know, it's it's one of those things where um, I think it was good that they didn't have Harry and Hermione end up together, and that's just because like. It shows that they were really good friends, but they didn't want to pursue that type of thing. And it just goes to show that you don't always need to pursue some type of romantic interest with somebody. Yeah. You know, you can just be friends, you know? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. It, and, you know, it was like, yeah, they were close and there was some jealousy with Ron and yeah, that's that's normal, too. And I mean, yeah, I like the fact that it wasn't Harry and Hermione and that Harry ended up with Ginny. I thought that was a better setup. Well, and, and oh. it kind of set that up from the very beginning with Jenny because she yeah. just always liked him. And then there was that stint where she was just kind of going around with other guys to kind of get out there. And then that was the point when Harry was like, oh, wait, 
what's this? You know what I mean? And I just, I love that. I love the way the whole thing happened. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Harry ended up, ha- you know, he had other girlfriends. It wasn't just one girl the whole time. Like he had show and, and yeah. that, that was a good relationship too. And that, that showed that that didn't work. And yeah, it was a good written story and it, it was good the way it was. And it didn't need to be different. Harry ending up with Jenny was a total power play over his best friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of was. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, you got that promotion. You're my boss now. Still fucking your sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you see, Not you that see I nephew? think that Harry would ever, you know, be under Ron if it came to a promotion. But you know, that's just my opinion. Huh? Hey, go. Oh, you see your, you see your nephew. You see your nephew? Yeah, yeah. You know how we made him. <laughs> Super yeah, power. Yeah. Huh. That report will be on your desk tomorrow, Mr. Weasley. All right, we got our next one is Disney Classics versus Modern Pixar. Mm, see, this one's tough for me. That's a really hard one because I enjoy all the Disney movies, but yeah, boy, it is all of just um, wonderful to go back and watch one of those classic films and enjoy the artistry behind them. Oh, incredibly so. Have you? There are videos out now that shows uh, reference how they used to do reference photoing, uh, reference drawing. I actually met the um, the actress who played Tinkerbell. The original Tinkerbell? Mm-hmm. I met the re- the reference person. Yeah, she was doing signings at um um uh Frankenstein's in L.A. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you haven't checked out Frankenstein's, um, be sure to do that because I'm and I'm gonna note that to do it as a shout out because that's a cool place. Yeah, um, it's like a it's like a nerdy swap meet type of thing. Almost. I guess. Yeah, I met Oscar from The Walking Dead there too. Nice. Yeah, they yeah. do. You, if you look online, you can look at when they're doing autograph signings, and they have all these B-list and C-list, and sometimes A-list people there. Well, didn't you say you met the guy who played Xander on Buffy like three times? I met him once. I, I once? said that I met I, him three times, but I met him once. I went there and I met him. It was I, I went there because he was going to be there. <laughs> and then I wa- and then I watched him from afar two other times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, is that what you use your camera for, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's what his camera's actually for. Stalking the guy who played Xander. Oh, um, the, um, yeah, Frankenstein's is awesome, and I met the the woman who did reference. Um, have you seen some of the videos where it like they show scenes from different um, Disney movies and how they reuse the animation? Oh, recycled the art? still, yeah, yeah. Re- recycled film stills and stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. That's that's actually really interesting and amazing how they actually do that. Well, they kept all the movement and just did and just drew over it, so you can see yeah. like. Um, Robin Hood is basically just redrawn Jungle Book in many scenes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I forget which one they drew over, but uh, the final dance scene in Beauty and the Beast is a is a reused area as well. And I forget which move what uh, what movement it's originally from. I think it might be Cinderella, but yeah, it, yeah it's I was going to say Cinderella I wouldn't be too. surprised. And it's reused. So they they uh, they've done it a good amount. Have you seen the ones about the uh, the crawling the crawl through shots that they did, where you know the 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 foreground seems to not move, and then you move through it, and then the back as the background moves and stuff. Those are actually done on giant glass plates and a camera that like, and it's like usually like twelve or uh, fifteen stacked glass plates that are drawn on, and this giant camera that moves forward and backward and left and right on it for crawling shots. Like they, they like a one. I think it was like they said one thirty second thing. Like took two weeks to shoot. That's crazy. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I w- when when they originally switched to three D, I really missed the traditional animation. The hand drawn style. Yeah, I really missed it. But I, you know, I've 
after I saw Brave, I was like, I like this, and it's just yeah. really cool. I, I I I love the the 3D and how what they can do with it now. I still oh, yeah. haven't seen Frozen yet. Frozen's good, but I feel like it was just like overplayed with everything. Well, just let it go and stuff like that. I I really like Frozen too. It, it was a very good movie. It was, but you can tell that they switched gears halfway through production of the movie because yeah, they Elsa was originally supposed to be the villain to that movie. She was supposed to be the villain, and then they wanted to go a different route because they didn't want to paint her as a bad guy. They wanted to show that you know a misunderstanding that not everybody who has things is bad, basically. So they had to shoehorn another villain in, so they put in Hans. They made Hans a villain, which it's funny because it, it plays up the, the fan theory now that it was the trolls that made him evil. The huh. trolls that made Hans evil? Yeah, the, it, the fan theory is the trolls well, made Hans evil. I know the real reason why they made him evil. Because Sweet Elsa was originally going to be the villain, yep. and they rewrote it halfway through. <laughs> exactly. That's the real thing, but it helped. But like, Man, yeah, that's the it, first time I've heard that. That's crazy, Brian. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dylan. I mean, if you listen to podcasts... It's that's like the main frozen topic, like over and over again. Yeah, yeah. well, and, and Michael had just said that. <laughs> oh, I I was zoning out because my cat was moving. You probably hear it on listeners probably oh my. that my cat was playing in the blinds and making a lot of noise. And I was trying yeah. to get her to stop. But I like the theory. I like the fan theory for <laughs> for Hans and the and the trolls. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, it's because if you listen in their song, you know they they say. Uh, I don't see no ring. It, it sounds like her engagement's a flex arrangement. We just got to, they're basically saying they got to get rid of him, make him not be her fiance anymore. So the fan theory is that they casted a, they cast a spell, spell at that time. They cast some sort of spell and it caused him to become evil and like basically heartless. And but there's like no, nothing else though that really supports That's that. That's like the big, uh, aside him trying to murder her. Right, but I mean, there's nothing <laughs> that really shows them. No, there's no, it. there's really no full link. But that's where the it's the it's the uh, whole the wizard did it uh, argument for continuity errors. Yeah, yeah, I get that. All right, yeah. we're halfway through our lightning round. Okay. All right, and this cool. one we're gonna have to try to make this quick because I know Michael and I have really strong feelings about it. Dylan, you don't really have a horse in this race. Um, yeah. Were no. Ross and Rachel on a break? Yes, they were on a break. Now, I guess I kind of agree with you. <laughs> Broken. <laughs> um, Rachel originally meant it to be a breakup, and then she had a change of heart, and it's very clearly said on the show. Um, I think that the fact that she stuck to her guns was very clear that they should be a million miles away from each other. They shouldn't even be friends. I think yeah, that's that was the one thing is like I have with how they jumped them back into being together or even friendly at all was amazing because personally I don't think their chemistry worked very well. My whole thing is my okay. Th this would probably be a new debate is I think she should have ended up with Joey. I I think the best debate about Ross and Rachel is the debate that Ross is the worst character on Friends, and most oh. of the time that comes to the fact that the whole on a break debate. I don't think that Ross is awful. I think I, Ross is actually okay. I don't care for him that much because of I he does bother me some. I don't think he's a horrible, terrible person. I mean, hell, I just defended him about being on a break. But he is, you know, 
the least care in my opinion the least charismatic on the show well i i think that he has awful anger issues oh yeah well so does his sister yeah you can tell from where they came from they that it, it's consistent um oh yeah that and, and i immediately think of the sandwich issue Oh God! When he when he flipped out on his boss because his boss ate a sandwich. But I can understand that too because that was a dick thing for his boss to do. Yeah, I I, I will agree with you on that. But like the way he flipped out, holy crap! Yeah. But you know what? I think Monica's always had anger issues, and Ross developed because he had to give up Marcel. Wow, that's a leap. <laughs> All right, Look. Michael's wrong next. you go to hell and now starts the yelling match alright this is this is one that I found he had a shitty life his first wife comes out oh you're still on it they had a kid they had a kid and then she's like oh by the way I love women now you're you're nothing and then he gets a monkey and I'm like okay the monkey's pretty fucking cool so it was amazing and they're like oh by the way he's going to Hollywood now you don't get the monkey anymore it's like oh come on and then like the girl he's liked since like high school is like oh I'm dating all these other guys around him and he's like oh you want to give it a try and she's like ah and then they have I think it's married like 18 more times. You know, Michael, I'm not going to give you a shut the fuck up for this one because I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight up. I get it. Okay. So Dylan friends is on Netflix. I know. I, Jen watches it. Um, watch it. Has, I, I've it, seen, I've seen it all. It's, it's such a good show. Plus friends the, is the only show on Netflix that I just put on when I don't have anything to watch. I just same. put a, a random episode of friends on. Katie had. I've seen a lot of episodes. I just haven't seen enough to actually contribute to the debate. Is the unfortunate thing. Katie had gotten season three on DVD, lost all but disc one. So uh, there was, uh, but like there was like five episodes on disc one. So we would like back before we had internet at the house, we were watching DVDs. We would watch that one a lot. So the first five episodes of season three, I are burned into my skull pretty much. But on to the next one, as Brian was saying. Who this, is the best Batman? Who is it, Dylan? In your opinion, who would it? In your wrong opinion, who is it? In my wrong opinion, because I'm pretty sure you're going to get it wrong. There's only one right answer to this. I won't. Ca- I won't cast final judgment on you until you speak your words. See, this is this is where it's hard. Um, honestly, I love Adam West as Batman. Ooh. I love the the Batman series. Oh, with Adam West. Oh, a near Adam West is great, but a near miss. You're wrong, eh. Brian. George Clooney. <laughs> you burn in no. hell, good sir. You burn in hell. You I'm like kidding. What, what do you like about him? His nipples? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's only one right answer to this. Uh, Kevin Conroy. There we go. Brian's the correct one. There. Yeah, the voice of Batman the animated series. Okay. Yeah. See, I. It's hard though because you say who was the best Batman? Are you talking? It wasn't a uh, live action or. Uh, it can be comics. It can be live action. It can be animated. I mean, you could see do now, if you do that. Frank Miller's Batman. If you do that, there's a bunch more. Oh, there's yeah, a lot of Batmans. <laughs> Peter Weller was actually. I I really enjoyed Peter Weller's Batman. Who's? Oh God, who wrote the goddamn Batman? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me. I gotta find that. Um, but Peter Weller doing uh, doing the voice for Batman for the Dark Knight Returns movies that he did a pretty good job. I enjoyed that one. He did like his his monologue to Clark right before his heart attack. 
was great. I really enjoyed that one. Frank Miller. It the, was Frank Miller. The goddamn Batman, yeah. Oh, it was in there, wasn't it? Um, Kevin Smith's Batman's pretty good. The one that peed his pants. <laughs> no, I'm, it, I, it that it happened. It, it happened in um uh uh Bella Co- in, um and in, uh, in cacophony. Yeah, um, Kevin Smith uh, retconned Batman Year One to say that when Batman threw down with the um the mob and did the whole like explosion thing on their table, and he burned their table. He said that when he did it, he was terrified and he peed his pants. That's great. Now, that but, made fans go into a debate about how Kevin Smith ruined Batman. But I think Kevin Smith humanized Batman. No, he, human, he took him away from Bat-God and made him into this, and in my personal opinion, made him more badass. Yeah, because he was a human being who did that. Yeah, he was no longer Bat-God, which, I, which honestly, because um, there's, uh, he did, uh, I can't remember. Do you remember which one came first? Was it Widening Gyre or... No, it went cacophony, then widening gyre, and then the last one. He uh, he's trying to get finished with Walt Flanagan right now, and, and it's going to be called Bellicosity. Well, you obviously know more than I do because that all sounded like foreign language to me. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he he. I need to read widening gyre, but because he did the entire. Him and Ralph Garman read the entire run of cacophony on um uh as a special episode of Hollywood Babylon. They, it was Comic-Con theater, basically, and they basically turned it, uh, the comic book into a radio play. They did the same thing with their Green Hornet, uh, Batman Green Hornet crossover comic. So I'm I, starting to think we're not going to have enough time for the rest of these. Oh, no, there's there's we're, we're getting to because we're, uh, we're getting, we're hard getting one. to the next, we're getting to the next two right now. So Kevin Conroy, we all agree. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kirk versus Picard. That, no, hold on. Dylan has a good point. Adam West is awesome. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, discount him. Let, no, no. Let's, let's we're put not gonna Kevin do, no, we won't for, for voices and and Adam West for live action. Yeah, I have to say Adam I West could, beats Michael Keaton and Christian yeah. Bale. I could and, agree with that. I could. I yeah. could agree with that. Uh, of course, Adam West had the best. They had. They had muscles on their suits. Well, that no, my suit was all me. <laughs> yeah, I just love. <laughs> I loved that Batman series just because he was just, it was hysterical. Like the action and the comedy mixed together. And then the fact that Adam West kept it going throughout the rest of his life with everything about Batman, it all just became this huge joke of, you know, I'm still Batman like. Yeah. That's just what made it. Yeah. So I I can agree with you. Live action Batman is Adam West. And then for voices, Kevin Conroy. I, I am totally good with that. Um, you know, I'll change I'll change mine just to be controversial and um, and say my um, my my best Batman is David Mazus. What was his run? Uh, Gotham. He plays young Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh, that's who plays that. That's young. That's young Bruce Wayne. I never knew his real name. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew his real name. I think that's, that's worse fair. than saying George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. I I that makes me want to murder you less. <laughs> um. Oh, I'm going to regret saying this since we're running out of time. Kirk versus Picard. I'm, I'm for Picard. Okay. I've got to be honest. I love Picard. Ryan. What was that? Ryan. He was asking you. Oh, mine. Um, I'm hosting, so you're up. Oh, oh, oh no. I, I want to I hear you first. Oh, um, Kirk. Wow. Wow. You think you know a person. Yeah. It's what I grew up with, dude. I... I watched all the reruns too, and I've seen all of all of that. I'm sorry, but Picard is the superior officer here. 
My first my first experience with Star Trek was Wrath of Khan. It gives you any idea. Man, so you have a strong start with Kirk then. Yeah. You have a very strong start with Kirk. I can understand that because that was him at his finest, in my personal opinion. And my favorite Star Trek movie is episode four. Uh, four, that's... Uh, the time travel with the whales. Yeah, the, uh, the, the um, uh, undiscovered... Not undiscovered country. Um, that's six. Yeah, uh, Voyage six. Home is four. Yeah, Voyage Home, yeah. thank you. Yeah, that, that, that one wasn't too bad. I liked that one. But, uh, you know, coming in with Wrath of Connor, you see Kirk basically just working his ass off to be a good captain and to save people's lives. So that one, that's a good one. I, I can, I can respect your choice. I can respect your choice yeah. after that, after hearing that. I can respect that choice. But in, in my, in, you know, I think Picard is going to be the superior officer here, though. Overall, See, he, he I, has, I like Kirk, but Picard just has a lot of character development. Not that Kirk didn't, but just I don't know. It's just the the way that everything played out throughout oh, the Picard series. Picard got a lot more screen time than Kirk did. Yeah, his yeah. The, there was, so he had more chance for development. I, I agree with that. You know, there's there's a difference because, you know, when Kirk, when TOS was on, you know, there wasn't a lot for character development back then. It was very two-dimensional with how they wrote a lot of these things. Plus, you know, the way Gene Roddenberry was running the show, he didn't think you needed character development. He had such strict rules, yeah. Yeah, so... No uh, interpersonal conflict. Yeah, because in the future they would have worked through this. Yeah. So, but it, and which Kurt, which is a great uh, which is a great segue for our next one. Sorry, Michael. No, go um, ahead. Go ahead. Picard, so, Deep Picard, Space uh, Nine versus Voyager. Uh, I'm skipping order here again because this is this is right here. Voyager. We know I'm Deep Deep Space Nine on this one. Voyager. And, I'm agnostic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. My my argument is because Deep Space Nine introduced the interpersonal conflict, and I know Voyager did it too, but Deep Space Nine did it first. Deep Space Nine did come first, uh, and they and they even they have even said, you know, publicly, DS Nine is the is was designed to be anti Roddenberry. They they broke the rules with it. I mean, they went to full out war. They have crewmates basically hating each other, um, and it was in basically DS Nine where they fully realized you know, a monetary system outside of uh, the Federation. I mean, they've, they've touched with it in episodes of uh, Next Generation, but... And DS9, Voyager wasn't a spinoff of Next Generation. Voyager was a spinoff of Deep Space Nine. This is true. It is. And um, in a lot of things, the spinoff over, in my opinion, overcame the originator. And I... Uh, Voyager showed plenty of inter, uh, inner ship, uh, inner crew conflicts because of having to mold the Maquis crew into the Voyager crew and then having them learn to work together. So there's plenty of conflict there. Not to mention... Yeah, Deep Space Nine did Trials and Tribulations, so it wins. The, no, no. look, I will give them a ton of credit did, for... Did Voyager do Trials whole, and Tribulations? No, they did something beautiful. They put a, they put a ship that had no business being as far away from the from the Alpha Quadrant as it was and making it work. And um, Deep Space Nine did the best episode of any TV show ever about um, about African American and women's rights. Woman Captain, she was amazing. Plus, Janeway was never in the fast track. She never did like the command courses. She was never to be fast tracked as captain. She was a full on science officer whenever she was promoted to captain. Yeah, but they never did trials and tribulations. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
okay, look, that was a very good episode. I loved it, especially whenever they, they go down, sit down, and be like, oh, there's Klingons over there. And they look in there, they're the TOS Klingons, and they're like, what happened? I mean, was it like a disease or genetic testing? We don't like to talk about it. We don't <laughs> talk about it with officers. <laughs> uh, that's like one of the best parts. It, trust me, I do have a favorite DS9 episode, not, you know, but... I'm sorry, in my opinion, I'm not going to say my opinion because this is fact as far as I care. Voyager is superior. Come on, a 15-deck Intrepid-class vehicle made a 75-year journey in seven. They Deep helped. Space Nine played baseball. Fuck you. <laughs> I love that they made Cisco love baseball. Can I have? Can I, can I reveal something that I've never told anybody in my nerd circles, especially you, Brian? Yes. I have never seen the series finale for DS9. Oh. So I have no idea what happens. Oh. I have seen a clip where you see. It's, it's very. I never remember the finality. It's very similar to the season finality for um finale for um original series for um uh, uh, next generation. Just mission keeps going. Well, there's supposed to be like it, it, it seems like it's very sad because I've seen a clip where I can never remember the Bajoran officer's name where she has one of Cisco's baseballs and she's like looking at it. And then that was it. That's like the only like, that's like a clip I've seen. So I'm like, what what happened? All right. We got the next one. This is, it, it is so hard for me to abandon these each time. Um, that's because you modern, can do full episodes for most modern of these. Star Wars, which is basically consisting of the entire series from prequels to now. To mm-hmm. just a ridge tridge. So modern Star Wars versus original trilogy. Oh wow. Uh, uh, modern see, Star Wars, I, all of it together. Shows included. Yeah, I was gonna say where where are you breaking that up? Is that including the T V shows and, and everything? Because both renditions of Clone Wars I adore. Modern Star Wars would be, I guess, everything canonical right now. Which and then the, the original trilogy would just be um, just four, five, four, and six. Five, and six. four, five, and six. Uh, see, that's hard because I I love um, I love Rogue One so much, and I love the uh, the TV series. So I'd have to go with the modern Star Wars um, if I can forget the prequels. Hey, I I I enjoy the prequels. They're okay, but it feels like there was a lot of problems with them. Like they just changed direction too many times. Oh yeah, I. See, because I've always seen it in in the light that you know you're seeing what the what the old republic was and where it was supposed to go, and like how like they're showing you this world before the empire and how it ran and kind of like what the prosperity was supposed to be. Also, you're you're supposed to see what the Jedi truly were, not the romanticized of what Obi Wan said they were, and I think it worked out very well. I'm I'm all for modern Star Wars. I'm all for um original trilogy plus prequels um i think star wars has gotten better i don't think you have to say it's just the original trilogy and then everything else sucks honestly and and the fact that you know people are whining about the new the new the two new movies is ridiculous because the two new movies i really enjoy and i think they play very well and i'm sorry but i think a, a super slow car chase in space is actually really neat and you know solo was awesome and screw anybody who says otherwise because it was great yeah by the way, everybody bitching and saying everything they did about Solo and not going to see it because they were worried it wasn't going to be good are probably going to cost us the Obi-Wan movie. The movie we deserve. The movie that would get Ewan McGregor back to being Obi-Wan. And they're probably going to cost us Star Wars spinoffs. 
because yeah. we were, I mean, we were looking at possibly getting a Jabba the Hutt movie. Oh my oh, God. Really? Yeah. Was, it was pitched. That's and so, crazy. so, and we're all, they're also talking about doing uh, a mall anthology movie. Like we were going to see the, like the between spaces between his death and rebels and what happened between the original movies. Well, we're still going to get a Boba Fett movie. That Let's is going to be awesome. I think it should be animated. That would be good. I can understand. Yeah. Animated would be good. Now, are they going to like give a brief history, like a little bits of pieces, like flashbacky? I'd like them to do like little bits of flat. Let me put it this way. I want them to do a little bit of flashbacks and stuff to show him actually like getting older and everything like where you don't because you see him a little bit in Rebels and uh, Rebels and uh, Clone Wars. So like uh, like be after that and everything. And then like the movie like hard picks up with like you just see a gloved hand ripping through the sand with smoke coming out around it because he just launched off a thermal detonator to blow a hole in the Sarlacc and I, dug his way out hardcore beast mode. I would also like to see a flashback story where we see Boba Fett's adventures with Basque. Oh man, that would be great. Oh man. And like right, he has, so oh, and he there's has like a this, lot we need to awkward see. run in and he has like an awkward run in with Cad Bane. Like he gets into a duel with Cad Bane. Because they're after the same guy. So I don't think we're going to have time for these last two. Uh, no, probably. No, yeah. those, those will be a show on their own. So, yeah, so I'll share what we were going to talk about. We we're going to do with Superman Overpowered and we're going to do Superman versus Goku. So those are two big fan debates that have been going on for a long time, but they're going to oh, be saved well. because we have to do movie described badly now. And Dylan, are you familiar with how we play this now? Yeah. Yeah. I... So we describe a movie badly and try to guess what it is. Yeah. So, Dylan, do you have anything? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, okay, so Kevin Hart and The Rock, after being stereotypical teenagers, now have to save their world by working together, something The Rock is good with, but Kevin Hart has trouble joining the team. Um, Central Intelligence. Yeah. No, Jumanji 2. Oh. Oh, I love the Man, that out. was good. That was good. <laughs> you played that off really well. Yeah, I, I well, I listen, so... I know how you guys do it. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. You kicked our ass, bro. I set I, it up that way. A a, um, a group of persecuted um, persecuted um, proletariat rise up against their dictatorial leader and set out on their own. Hmm. Oh, man. I know I'm being really vague on this one. Yeah, that's really vague. Um, oh, and it's a musical. And it's a mu Oh, uh, uh, Sound of Music. That's what I was gonna say too, but I'm not sure if that's right. No. Um, is it? Um, oh no. And the oh, and the the characters don't speak English. The characters don't speak English. Yeah, the 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 persecuted group doesn't speak English. Ah, oh, bro. Oh, is it um, Fiddler on the Roof? No, that's not right. No, there's no. There's it's no it's up. um, it's this it's Despicable Me Three. Oh, oh my god. Oh the minions. <laughs> oh my god. That was uh, good. And the musical. I love it. That was good. Yep. Yeah. Because they sang. Oh jeez, that was good. Oh man. Michael. So there's this guy. He he's in prison. Spends a lot of time there. Makes some friends. Tries to escape. River of shit. River shit? River of shit. Escape River from Alcatraz? Oh, you're you're doing you're trying to make us think it's Shawshank Redemption. It is. It I'm, not, Shawshank? I'm not very smart. I'm not. I wasn't trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a smart man. <laughs> I was just trying to do that one. I was trying to just throw that one in there really fast. 
So oh. um, this is a part of our show where we ask our guests to promote anything they're doing. Um, I don't know if you have anything personal you want to promote, but if you have anything that you're into that you just want to shout out, feel free to do that here too. So Dylan? Uh, no, I mean, not really. I mean, you guys have said most of what I've, what I've been into, and I pretty much just listen to your guys' podcast. So um, shouting out your podcast would be kind of uh, redundant. Um, I love us that much, folks. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I do is, uh, I mean, I do um, presentations, like uh, per, like um, in-person presentations through IEEE. Um, so I'll be doing one in San Diego in August and then another one in L.A. Are those private um, or public? They're public. Yeah. Can you people... send me a link for those? Yeah. Yeah, I can send yeah, that send, out. Yeah, send one to me, too, because I would like to see you do this. Is this going to be Beer Robot? No, it's not beer robot through. No, IEEE. it's going to be super technical standard uh, stuff. It'll be oh. it'll be me talking about the the difference between industrial robots and collaborative robots, and then I'll have my robot there where where I do a demo, and then let people program it. Is um, it but is it is it going to be programmed to rock your daughter to sleep again? <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, I mean, I can post that on Facebook if you guys want me to post that video on Facebook. Post um, it to our page if you if you don't have a problem with that because that. Yeah, no. Definitely Dude, I, he that. sent me that video, Brian, while we were talking, and I just messaged him back, and I was like, why was this not your nerdy thing? You would have won instantly. <laughs> like, um, like, he, he wouldn't have been a contest. I yeah. want to I wanna promote um, one of Puffin Puff Forest videos on his, on his absurd character. Oh my gosh, I just watched that last night. Uh, he, um, he, made a D, he made a D&D character where he multiclassed all the characters, where he multiclassed every single class because they started at 14th level. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, so he was a barbarian, a bard, a warlock, and everything. Yeah, but the, but he he made uh, being a bard and a barbarian as uh, at the, he had happened to him at the same time because he was kidnapped and forced to be part of the Vaudvarians. That yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to watch that. You'll have to share yeah. that too. Oh, it was it was pretty freaking amazing. It was awesome. Like I love how he's like the DM was like, "Are you sure that's legal?" I made one. I did it for my nerdy thing one week. I you made it. Yeah, I made a character with all the fighter classes in Pathfinder. Oh, that is funny. That is very funny. Uh, it's actually good. Uh, well, you know, D and D has one out. I they they play tested a while ago. I don't know if I don't remember if it got made permanent yet or not. But uh, they called it the it was a ranger's uh, uh, class called scout. And basically, when they announced everything, they're like, if you've ever wanted to be Aragorn, this class is for you. And it was he was rounded out with and it rounded him out very. It was a, basically a rounded out class uh, that you're designed to have little to no armor. Cool. Oh yeah, I'll have to look it up again and, and I'll like post the I'll like post a workup on it because it, it like I've never wanted to play a ranger till they and mentioned that class and then and then if I can find it again I might work it up for a Pathfinder character. Well, that is all we have time for today. Um, we had a great talk about all these different fan debates and you know fans get especially nerds get passionate about what they're into and we proved that today by covering every single one of these and there's much more there's so many different things that are there to bring up points about and to argue um and we were very lightning round about all these because these are debates that could probably take up alone half to a whole episode every single one of these could have taken up an episode we could talk about the relationships in harry potter for an episode we can talk about disney for a whole episode especially with the difference in animation we can yeah. talk about friends for a whole episode which we still plan on doing yeah um we can talk about 
I, I mean, who is the best Batman I mean, was a hard one to abandon. The, oh, so, man, I, we could have done that one. That could have been an episode and a half. So. Some of these can be multi-episodes. Yeah. Oh, agreed. So we'll have to keep these like these topics, those topics as point as points for a, a new episode somewhere down the road. And we then just dive right into it. Well, I'm 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 up to do any of these next week. So, oh, yeah. Or, or something else we've talked about. So, yeah. Oh, agreed. Totally. For sure. So um, this has been Super Vegan Brian, and I was joined by Special Mikey. Later, everybody. And we are so happy to have our special guest, Dylan, the master of Robot Shanahan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it was a pleasure. I had a lot of fun. We're going to have to have you back on very soon. Yeah, whenever. You know, we still have to do a robot episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure. We Considering, really, you know. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay informed, stay nerdy, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Say goodbye, Michael. Dylan cut him off. Okay. He's still on. He's not cut off yet. What are you doing wrong? Uh, I'll do it. Podcast <laughs> 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 <laughs>